guys welcome back i'm so glad you made it oh my gosh we're here again together it's the rage and we are i don't know why i said we that makes me sound like mad schizophrenic um no disrespect <laughs> um not mental health shaming here <laughs> but i am the rage your host okay cool uh so glad that we have more time together to chat to hopefully inspire, enrich, learn something new. I want to say some shout outs to the Rose Crib um, for providing me a little tech support, you know. Uh, Today I am shooting solo dolo. Um, Shooting. I'm so used to film stuff, my bad. I'm recording solo dolo. Uh, But... They helped me with some, they helped me with the need for speed to, uh, so that I could lead. Okay, cool. And then I want to shout out, uh, Tony Daniels, Aunt Dan, boy Aunt. Uh, he is a musician and producer and, uh, all around, uh, good man. I believe he was like a teacher last I spoke to. He was also serving our country at some point in time. So he's a cool dude and he produced the tunes that we've had the pleasure of listening to as my intro, outro, and sometimes the bed of my my uh, podcast. So thank you so much. He's a fellow trumpet player. You guys didn't know. You didn't know about me. I used to play the trumpet. Um, can not. I mean, it was in middle school and high school. Did happen. So I'm not going to take that away from it. I don't know, though, if I would sound good today. But thank God he <laughs> he surpassed uh, and made me these fresh beats. So thank you, Aunt. Um, his info will be in the you know in the information below. Like get at it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Check him out. Uh, Want to start off this episode with some gratitude. Okay. <sighs> in the past two weeks, uh, there are a lot of things moving and shaking in my life. And, um, I'm really grateful for, I guess, having, have had tougher experiences so that I know without a doubt that I will make it through, you know, the current times. And another thing I'm really grateful for right now are encountering so many co-creators and creatives and different and unique people. I feel like my creative community is growing Um, and I'm really excited about that. I'm encountering so many people that I just can't wait. I just can't wait to bring to this podcast and, and maybe even create with on a different level in different spaces. So I'm really geeked up for that. Um, really grateful for that. Uh, let's just jump into this quote. Uh, y'all can't believe where I got this quote from, man. Y'all won't believe it. Uh, whole time, Joe, I got it from the B-Blay. Oldest book I know. Um, actually, 
Uh, yeah, it's the oldest book I know. I don't know. There's probably Da Vinci Code. Is the Da Vinci Code older than the Bible? It feels like it, right? I don't care. You know what's older than all of that? Ten buck two. Pause for the uh, fist. Put the fist up. That's what's happening. Moment of silence. Black History Month. Black history is global history. Okay, whatever. Um, not whatever. Okay, so this quote is from the Bible. Yay. Um, and I would not consider myself super religious, but I was raised with the, with the King James version. And in the previous episode, I have told you my mother is Jamaican. So put nine and 10 together. You get Jesus, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I did set out to find my own answers and I've practice different things. And so I consider myself spiritual and I consider all of these scriptures and, um, books, something somewhere that we can get knowledge from. So we're going to go to first Peter, uh, chapter three, and we're going to be reading out of the common English Bible because the King James version be too confusing sometimes. Okay. So here we go. Um, We're at verse 13 and it goes, who will harm you if you are zealous for good, but happy are you even if you suffer because of righteousness, don't be terrified or upset by them. Okay. And why I picked that quote is because this episode's about fear and fears. uh, And also because somebody like on some like, really creepy spiritual goodness my freshman year at Howard literally gave me that quote verse scripture um in a really weird way like stashed in my uh, dorm one time and I have my theories but it doesn't matter all it was trying to tell me which is something that I constantly have to battle which is If I know what I'm doing is good and who I serve, which is, which is this body, you guys are the body of God and we're all mirrors and parts of each other. And if I know that I'm ultimately trying to enrich myself and in turn enrich you all, then even if something bad happens or even if something doesn't go perfectly well, I'm satisfied. And it's really hard to get to that point, though. And there are levels to this. So (laughs) uh, let's jump into the goodness. All right, let's get let's get some different commentary. I'm really excited because today I do have a guest and she is amazing. And yeah, let's let's just go there. Let's just go there and, and face our fears. No more hesitation. Let's take a leap of faith. Okay, this portion is called My Story. Um, Again, not sure, you know, what the affects are going to be in the future, but I want you to feel real intimate, you know, real, like, mm, lights are low. Mm-hmm. You're driving home, maybe. So maybe... It's giving MTV. Um, yeah, behind the you scenes. You may think you know, bit. but you have no idea. Oh, thank you. you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what y'all are here right now is the homegirl. <laughs> home. Um, some of you may know her by another alias, um, which is Ari Sings the Blues. 
Um, right. Right. But we are going to let her introduce herself. Uh, and this episode really is about fears and letting go of them, moving through them, all that good stuff. And uh, Ari kind of is like the perfect person in my perspective uh, to talk about this. So um, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Tell everybody who you are. <laughs> Ooh, hello. Hello. My name is Ari Noel or Ari Sang the Blues or the Turnt Wallflower as I was named in college. Um, and I dropped the turnt because if you know, you know, but now I just go by the wallflower. Um, and I am a bridge. I'm a lover of people. I'm a sister, daughter, friend, cousin, a future wifey. Like, oh, let them know. Because you claim it. Claim you it. Speak it. So that's, it is what it is. It's Valentine's Day. And yeah. And so here we are. We're doing well, it. yeah. Technically, Valentine's Day had just passed, but but yes, we're still in the loving spirit of it all. Mm. We're in it, we're in it, you know. We're in the week of Valentine's um, and it's also random acts of kindness week, so this has been kind for somebody, damn it. Oh, this see, this is this is why she's here, folks. This is why she's here because who the fuck knew that? Who the fuck knew that? Okay, and uh, fuck you, pay me. Like I said, it may sound abrasive, but it's not, it's a lifestyle. It's about just like taking yourself into more account. So that's that's what we're talking about on this on this young podcast. Ari, thank you. That was such a dope intro, yo. Yeah. Um, where are you from? Tell the people Ooh. where you're from. Where you're from? Who are your parents? Right. <laughs> I am born and raised in Los Scandalous, California. Um, <laughs> land of the baby hairs, low riders, and the crib walk. Um and I've lived all over LA because I have parents who were transplants to LA. So that's this whole different vibe in itself. So my parents weren't really loyal to a certain soil. So I grew up all around LA. That's um, deep. Which gave me friends from different walks of life, um, different um, ethnic backgrounds, different social, emotional, you know, maturity backgrounds, uh, different social economical mm -hmm. backgrounds. So. I've been around the block, y'all, from Palisades to Compton. So <laughs> that's Absolutely. real. That's real. So what when you say your parents were transplants, well, what does that mean? Where where are they from? So my mom hails from the great island of Staten Island, Wu Tang, what it do, Sean. Let's go. <laughs> and my dad actually comes from Chicago, Oklahoma, which is where Carrie Underwood is from. So so random, I know. But Okay, yeah. because you don't Chahoo. But I mean, we ain't gonna uplift, you know, colonizers, ancestors. We're gonna uplift, you know, the Native Americans. So my dad's also Native American. So that's Let's kind go. of where people are in Oklahoma. So Muskogee Creek Tribe. Oh, I can't even speak. Muskogee Creek Tribe. What it do? I'm sipping y'all. So mm -hmm. let's do it. <laughs> we respect the sip. We respect the sip. Um, so I mean, uh, what 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 effect do you think that had on your artistry? Do you claim yourself to be an artist? You know. The you know you you said you're a lot of things. Do you think one of those is a musician or a painter? What what type of artistry do you get into? I interesting question. I've I feel like I'm a walking art. Like um, I embody mm. art day from my outfits to the way I show up in the world. It is art. Um, and so when I happen to dabble into a medium, I'm like, oh, I'm good at this. I didn't know. Um, and I'm not even bragging. I'm just being 
for real. Um, so dancing, I've done acting. I did acting from age five to 18 at Amazing Grace Conservatory. Shout out to Tracy Lamar Coley and Wendy Raquel Robinson, the founders of that amazing school. RIP was to Tracy, um, my first singing teacher ever. Shout out Miss Cassie, Miss Cassie Davis. Y'all probably know her as, um, what was her name on Medea? Um, she's the auntie or the friend, Medea's friend. I can't think of her name right now. But... Oh, uh, Tamla Man? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, uh, bam, bam. Bam. Oh, yeah. shout out to Miss Cassie. She was one of my oh, first singing okay. teachers as well. Um, shout out to Miss Nina, who teaches over at Ailey. Um, she was one of my first dancing teachers. So I've been brought up by some amazing people in the industry, some pioneers in the industry. Shout out to Miss Denise, RIP, Miss Denise. Oh, Miss Denise, Miss Denise, Miss Denise Dallas, the greatest acting director I've ever been under next to Miss Kim. Kim Bailey, but like amazing people who just instilled in me the foundation of what it means to just be art and to be, um, you know, the Shakespeare quote, to be or not to be, right? Um, and <laughs> I don't self be true. Um, that has been something that I've been, that's been etched or sketched into my brain. I'm thinking of the etch-a-sketch thing. It's been sketched into my brain. <clears throat> five years old to thine own self be true. And so when people say, what do you do? Mm, that's so hard for me to answer because I do whatever needs to be done for the moment. If you need me to be a photographer, I could do it. What's up? You need me to be a DJ? I could do it. Um, so I don't turn down moments in art, but that kind of is influenced from my grandmother who was a secretary for a lot of black, um, a lot of black organizations in the seventies and the sixties, you know, she was part of that civil rights era. Mm. Um, as a, just a pioneer, and then she moved to radio. Um, and my dad, who worked with his hands, um, and the, the beauty of working with your hands and creating things out of nothing. You know, people don't know how how artistic plumbing is. You got to map stuff stuff out, put some pipes together, make sure it flows right. You know, get it to the street, connect it to something that's bigger that already exists. And so, having that's those deep. that's deep. Me, yeah, like having those influences around me really just helped shape who I am. Um, and everybody let me be myself. Um, and so that speaks to the kind of artist that I am. I am just myself. Um, I am just myself. And so. Do you feel like uh, you ever had to transition into being yourself? Or do you think there was ever a moment where you had to fight to be yourself? You might have lost yourself. I had to transition to being myself aligned with God. So I've definitely mm. been myself not with God and then I've been myself with God. And I'm like, ooh, let me just do it with God. That's it's deep. way easier. <laughs> Yo, talk about that. Talk about that. Break that down a little bit more because I think that's a really important aspect of what can make you fearful sometimes. For sure. So when you think you're doing it by yourself, then you already like do you already don't get it. Um it's never you. And the credit never should go to you, even though it can come through you. And so, like, if I'm doing something and God's not in it, I'm taking all the credit. I want the credit. You know, I'm, like, feeling bad if people don't, you know, hype me up or hype it up, whatever it is the project um, is. But when I do something with God, like, it, I already got the credit. I don't even have to worry about how it's perceived or received by an audience. I already know who I did it for and why I did it. And the people who are supposed to get it will get it. Um, and that's something I've been choosing to do in the past year per se, but month like wholeheartedly, like mm. a year to do it wholeheartedly. Um, and so literally a month from today, wow. So 
a month from today in January, I made like a life changing decision to really just like align with God and be like, all right, I choose you for real. Like, mm, I'm tired of playing because I'm seeing that playing is not really getting me where I want to be for real. Um, and so I'd rather just do it so I can give you the credit and then I know you'll take me higher. So that's kind of what I mean by, you know, doing it with God and without God. You know, that is so perfect because, you know, the quote of the day for today was, you know, out of uh, Peter first, uh, one, one Peter chapter three. Uh, Come on, Bishop. Okay, you know, but um, I'm also very not good with that, but the words were important and you're really speaking to that moment of if I'm with God or if that's who's for me, you know, who else really can be against me and what else am I fearing and, and what, how, how, how do you move about the world when you know that truth? And um, you know, what's interesting. It doesn't make it easier all the time. I don't know. I don't want people to be like, Oh, it's a hundred percent greasy. After no, this. no, but there's a, there's a formula. There's a formula that God uses for everybody. And once you recognize the formula, you're like, Oh, what? Okay. So the formula is, are y'all ready? <laughs> it's super Let's simple. Go. Drop knowledge. Drop knowledge. It's going to seem so like. Pew, 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 pew. I told okay. everybody, I'm doing my own sound effects. Chill out. Okay. Oh, I love sound effects. But I will. Okay. I will. Shit is, my shit is lit, yo. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> drop knowledge. <laughs> the drop knowledge has a week. Okay. So from glory to glory, that's the formula. So sometimes mm. you're in the from, you're coming out of something, you're transitioning um glory that's when you like get a blessing you're like oh super high off something like oh yes like oh i'm excited you get a vision you, you see the ending of something god gives you the vision for the ending of something you're like oh 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 yes that's glory but then the two from glory to the two is a traveling you got to get to that next part get back to the glory and the two is where the work happens that's where the grief happens that's where the joy happens because mm -hmm. you get to the glory it's all about god so, and that repeats every single time from glory to glory. So you're transitioning into something, out of something, doing a work in between, right? But all along the way, that glory that you feel is connected to God. And if you don't know to shout him out or them out, you know, if you want to be the Trinity, shout them out because God is definitely a they. So if you want to, you know. That's, go, okay, um, let's we'll, go. We'll go there. But like from glory to glory, that's the formula, y'all, like. That is the formula. And that's how you tap into your faith. That's how you tap into alignment. But like, if you're trying to figure out how to give God the glory and the from and the to, that's where you do the work. Or that's when you, you know, you get the, get all the stuff out, all the, all the ugh out. And then mm. from glory to glory. So look what God did. And then you do the next thing. You do put the work in, you get knocked down a little bit and look what God did. So mm. that's, that's the formula. <laughs> wow. It's, it was standing right there in front of us this entire time. Yes, all time. Um, so I mean, <clears throat> in this truth that you kind of do a little bit of everything, mm -hmm. um, how how did you know that you you had that power, or that you know you could DJ, or mm -hmm. that you could? Because I mean, I know you can do all these things, but then I want to I want to talk about like, um. Um, where I met you in our lives. <laughs> also, a little bit about um, what we're working on right now, what you're working on right uh -oh, now. I know. Because so, this is um, amazing. It's dope. Thank you. Mm -hmm. huh. I would say, honestly, I love to serve the need. Um, and sometimes the need is within myself. And so, like, 
if the need is to sing, I'm like, oh, I want to sing. I'm gonna join a choir. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a song. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't mind serving the need of others, and so I've learned how to serve the need of myself in art. Like there'll be times when I'm little, and I was like, I feel like drawing. Now to start drawing something, and it comes out nice. I'm like, oh shoot, okay. Um, <laughs> but I also have a great grandmother who's a sculptor, so that's so random. But like, what? You know, yeah. so it's in me. Then I also had a great grandmother who was a who was an opera. Sorry, great great grandmother who trained opera singers like Marian Anderson, like Leontine Price. So like. Mm. to know that that's in me and I just have to like do it, serve the need. Like, oh, you want me to sing like this? Perfect, I'll serve the need. And so kind of getting out of the way or getting myself out the way and just serving the need is how I've ended up in so many crazy situations from singing for for President Obama to singing for President Biden. Like, you know, it it is serving the need literally. Um, And even within myself, serving the need within myself to write a poem and just writing it and not know I'm going to use it three years later as a song, but just writing the poem because it came to me and I want to serve that need in myself. So that's really how I got, how I get where I am. But okay, I'm nervous to hear, but I'm also excited to hear. How did you meet me? Where was I mentally when you met me? Bro, I mean, I can't say it was anything bad. Okay, guys. (laughs) Because we went to the illustrious institution. The Our alma mater is Howard. Eastern Sky. Right. Okay. 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 I love that. Um, okay. Walls treading water. If you know, you know. Okay. Um, uh, we went to Howard University. I was in the school of fine, 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 fine art. Oh my gosh. What a therapy major. So, I mean, so unique. And I mean, even when I, I found out about your major, I remember like learning a little later into our friendship and like being like, what? You want to do what? <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's exactly what music, that's dope. We do this here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we got that. <laughs> we got this. Because um, Howard is full of little hidden hidden gems, man. But we went there through a very, in a tumultuous season where they were like, letting go of a lot of unique majors. So I think even for you to come out with like, and for them to know that like, that's something that we need and that's something that that, that will be beneficial to our community in the long run, I think is a blessing. I was in the College of Arts and Sciences. Co-ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's more to that story, I guess. Um, we can talk about it in October, baby. Eh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, and, um, I, my focus was at College of Arts and Sciences and Communications. Okay. So those are two different schools, but Mm -hmm. somehow (laughs) I found my way into, um, fine, the fine arts building, which is a whole other building, um, at least once a semester, I took a class (laughs) for just some reason, anything. I took ceramics, I took theater. Uh, <laughs> I just took movement. I just did. I needed to because I really wanted to audition, you know. But mm-hmm. again, like I had a background that was not really yielding to that energy, mm-hmm. and I think it's it, that can start your fear. I'm oh, gonna yeah. say for me that was 
not being able to like almost come out to my parents as an artist, you know, mm -hmm. as a creative, that was really a moment where it was like, I was feeling perfectly liberated in, in a certain respect on our campus. And I was like, I remember I took a theater class with uh, Denise Saunders Thompson. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, I have a problem where I'm like an accidental, purposeful, accidental, trauma-filled comedian. Like, so <laughs> I can't not laugh, you know? So for you to get like a real serious scene out of me or for me to be like in character, it takes a lot. Cause like mm. I have to really delve and so her theater class, and it's like, also, I had done theater forever, so I'm like, also, Shorty, what is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? I'm a poetry champion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I do this. You I don't need to read, I read. You know? <laughs> Goofy. Mm -hmm. And um, I just remember going through that course and not doing as well at first as I thought I would. Mm -hmm. And then getting some scene play and her being like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But leaving that class with, like, maybe, like, a B. Yeah. And me being like, bird <laughs> like a bee. That's yeah. that's not really a thing. But then I did this talent showcase, like maybe my senior year, right? Mm -hmm. And I incorporated, I had written a piece and I incorporated uh some of uh the color purple, some of uh Sophia's like, you know, a girl child ain't safe in the house of men. <laughs> you know, like and uh, I was very committed. I was committed, man, because I wanted to win that jump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she was she was off to the the side, and we were in in um, what was that? Era Aldrich Theater, the smaller theater. And Era Aldrich, woo, Lord! I, I love that theater. Okay, yeah. I it's love like a vacuum in there. Like you have to bring the light because it'll suck. Like it's so weird. We'll talk about it. Go ahead. Okay, that's valid. That's valid. It feels like the stage when there are lights there, it, it is a flashlight. It's you. It's it's, you. Yes, it is you. It is it's you. You better that's give. Okay. Yes. <laughs> because yes. we can hear you. We can hear your thoughts. And, and, and don't I mean, mess like, up. Donnie Hathaway has stood on that stage. And oh Roberta my God. Roberta Flack has stood on that stage. Like you Okay, so the layers, there's yes. so many layers yes. at Howard University. So I'm always so grateful for that and the sisters and brothers that I, I gained in that space. Um, especially you, boo. You. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. But we didn't be in fine arts though. We gotta tell them where we really met. Yeah, no, I don't even know where we really met. I don't, okay, no, 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 I do, okay, okay. I was about to say, I was like, I know actually who brought you, too. I know who brought you. Okay, yeah. Shanae, Shanae. Barbara Shanae Rogers. Councilwoman, Councilwoman Barbara Shanae Rogers. She's literally, so we're not going to talk about any of the things we did in college, I'm Respectfully, because like, we just named that actually. Yep, awkward. Um, but just know. however, no, our our house was called the tree spot because it looked like we lived in a tree house. So it was the cutest corner little house with all these trees surrounding all these great. Yeah, and you can go fact check that. Okay, don't try and. Okay, no. So that um, we used to have functions at the tree spot and. Um, there were five of us in there at least, sometimes at six, least. right? <laughs> um, that lived there, and just wonderful people. It was Bobby, Princey, Nancy, mm. um, Courtney, Akila, yeah. yeah, for a period of time, Cookie. Cameron, 
um, uh, Courtney's boyfriend. Right. Uh, Cameron's girlfriend in the basement. Like, oh, yeah, that part. Like, it was always, like, somebody, <laughs> somebody's significant <laughs> other in the basement. Like, Me and Leah, I'll be right, right in your Oh, your Leah. Oh, my oh. gosh. I have to check in on Leah. Okay, guys, we cannot. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so, uh, yeah. We met um, by Ooh. Barbara Shanae being in the gospel choir and um, me being a groupie to any of the things that my friends did. <laughs> I, usually, <laughs> I usually was like, do you know how talented you are? Oh my God, I'm going to be there. Um, so then you find out that the gospel choir is just full of like really cool kids. And uh, Artie was one of them. You know, she was just like really down to earth. Um, they called gave... me Trilivia Pope. Huh? <laughs> they called me Trilivia Pope. That was my name. I give that. I give that. I think what you gave, um, what I received, um, if I'm being 100%, I received a little black hippie energy. Oh, yeah. Right? I gave, I, I respected the fact that I was just like OG. You had like little OG energy to you. Like, <laughs> somehow I know these streets. And me as a person who very well believes that I was re reincarnated, like, I'm very Same. okay with that, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Maybe, maybe we knew each other. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, you get it. You get it, kid. Um, and uh, also somebody just I could learn from in a uh, non, non. I don't know way. way or like yeah, uh, non intentional. You just were very much. I think there were a few people at that time that were really good by just leading by example. But mm. I also used to see, like, the 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 non, I don't know, I wouldn't, the fear, like, honestly, non-commitment to something. There was always something that, I remember, like, the first time you put a song on SoundCloud. No. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. But it took you so long to do that. <laughs> and, like, feel, I remember you being like, I'm not sure about my voice. Like, blah. Like, sometimes. And it'd be like, what? like but you knew that you know Howard Gospel Choir was highly success selective you knew you were in fine arts you knew blah blah, blah. Yeah. but it's honestly intimidating I would think if you're around a bunch of talented people all the time you could probably yes. question yourself yes. but, but it's like you should be like I'm talented too like yeah we're all talented but I think sometimes I did see that little speck of like oh yeah insecurity it's, it's, yeah. it's we can name it we could name it. Yeah. So my I think that's why it's so beautiful to see you now. Um, <laughs> I think that you've really grown out of that space. And it's really awesome and affirming. And you things know, like that. <clears throat> it's interesting because I haven't grown out of it per se. Mm. I serve the need. I'm like, oh, but this needs to be out in the world. So at this point, Ooh, you got to do it. There's no... And I'll make it even deeper. Wait, what is the need that needs to be out in the world? The the song, the like, it doesn't belong to me. Once I think about it, it's not mine anymore. It's supposed to mm. be in the world. And so I'm like, oh, girl, you're holding on to it. Like, what? So that is that is where I'm at. Um, but wait, so you think that if you hold on to an idea, you are what? Like, if, if okay, the average person, if they have an idea, Something pops in their head. Um, I think that I should make microwavable caramel popcorn. Well, how you say? 
you know like and they find the science yeah yeah okay they just do it you know they have a way of doing it and they don't what what go to shark tank that it's sacrilege what are you saying what are you saying i mean if if they don't just do it for themselves at least like Mm. i don't i don't believe in doing things for monetary gain i believe in doing things for like the community healing aspect of it um and so i have like the perfect example that came into my head I want to be a documentarian so bad. Like I want to like create documentaries. So I, I always do like, and I always have just cause I want to do it. So you always see me filming at a party or just filming things. And people say, I never see what you're going to do with this. You never post it. I'm like, Oh no, yo, y'all going to see one day because I like to collect videos, which I kind of got from my dad. My dad always had a camera in his hand when I was younger, like the big camera, you know, cause back in the nineties, the cameras were like super huge. Yeah. And he always had the camera in his hand and he's always recording, always taking pictures with people. And so even when he transitioned from Earthside to heaven or, you know, whatever life we go to after this, he he had so many pictures left behind that yep. we have memories because he was always documenting, always recording. Yep. Always pictures. I mean, so I got that from him. My mom actually hates pictures. And so, you know, I try to take pictures of her more often because she hates them. So I was like, let me sneak a picture in. Yeah. So my goal to be a documentarian is so like long. It's like a long goal. I'm, I'm not doing it now, but I, mm. I'm still working towards it. Um, and so yep. sometimes when you have something that's creative, you don't have to necessarily manifest it immediately because um, that's not God's timing, but you got to still work at it. And I'll give you something too. When Kiki Palmer came out with her um, her production company, that made me so excited because that because this idea I had of being documentarian, God was like, oh yeah, you might do it with Kiki Palmer. I'm like, oh shit. So, okay, <laughs> Kiki, thank you. Like, I didn't even know you were doing a production company, you know, but you, you deserve a production company. And so it, it'd be stuff like that where you have a dream, somebody else has a dream, and then your dreams will align one day, but you have to literally work on yours so when you get there to that space and that time with them, you're ready or you're confident enough to try, you know? And it's the confidence to try, um, even if you're insecure about it, even if you're scared. Um, but on the other side of that, there's like this corny confidence that a lot of people in the music industry have, and I mm. hate that. Mm. I hate it. What do like, you mean? What do you mean? Oh my God, the corny confidence. Ooh. <sighs> It's like this, like, listen to my mixtape, bro. And it's like, oh, let me just discover it. No, mm. Don't force it down my throat. Like, let me just figure, find it. Let me just, if you're that good, it will come to me. Because that's just the way life is. And so I don't try to force my stuff. I don't even have pictures of my face on my music stuff. I just kind of, like, use graphics and things. Because if you know, you know. And that's my favorite kind of vibe. If you know, you know. Mm. Um, and so I feel like if you serve the need for yourself you don't have to really get monetary gain because you you give the glory to god by just being inspired in 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 spirit inspired right right and, and doing it um yeah and then if it needs to come out it will or when it when you once you've done it enough then it'll be easy to do it in other spaces and so people will praise you for something that you just do naturally or that you want to do naturally you know and that is when you get to that creative part of you where it is just serving the need like I said I don't know I don't know how to explain that I feel like I'm talking circles now because that no 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 I champagne think beautiful can. things I think I think this is you know this is what the space is meant for this is definitely what the space is meant for so um I hear what you're saying right now and it makes me feel like you're currently working on some stuff I'm being corny I I know you currently <laughs> I love working it. on some stuff I love but it. uh tell the people what you're working on right now Woo, uh, it was uh, about to uh, come into the uh, 
into the focus. Uh, okay. I mean, like, I have an album coming out. I have another Affirmations mixtape coming out. I have a video that we're filming on Friday. Me, Rachel, and my friend Ja. Shout out to Ja, LA native. Um, our yeah. grandparents went. Our dope. Grandparents- Another dope queen. She'll definitely. She'll. She'll probably be on the space pretty soon. Oh yeah. So. Howard alum. We both went to Amazing Grace Conservatory together. The acting school. We both. We went there as well. So we went from there to Howard together. Um, but I'm also working on a play, and I wrote this play like a year ago, and it's finally. I'm finally like coming back to it. I have a book, a three part series book that I've started and just need to finish like it's so much <laughs> that i have in me and yeah I, I mean I, you know what i think is really cool though that you're speaking to is this affirmations mixtape yeah i mean can you elaborate on like what what is that now is that a new space of like production that we're like entering or i know right. personally i love a good my wall got the affirmations the ones i'll be making up and then I'd be listening to the YouTube flow quite often if I'm getting a little sad. You know what I'm saying? I just be tired of hearing colonizers' voices affirming us. 100%. So, 100%. Black history. There's a, there's a different frequency. There's a different frequency. There's a different vibe when you're a black woman, when you're a native woman, and you're speaking. It's just a different frequency that we mm-hmm. tap into. Mm-hmm. Especially as a person who is a believer of the Holy Trinity, like it's even deeper. Because mm. everything I'm saying is coming through God or the Holy Spirit or Jesus, wh- whoever is, you know, standing in the front in that moment. So I just felt like the need was there to create an affirmations mixtape. And it's been done before by, by Black people. Let, let me not, you know, dis. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, them. I feel it. I have a idea. Yeah, but mine is mine. <laughs> yeah. And that's what Actually, I love about it. That's dope. That sounds who, dope. Who we need more of that. Was um, the Baileys. Um, soul affirmation um, ah. by the with the Baileys from from out of out of Oakland or out of the Bay Area, um, and their story inspired me on Black Love to the point where I went to go listen to their affirmation mixtape, and it got me through last year. Ah, every morning I would play it. I'm like, yes. But then I said, okay, there's something missing in these, like, and not missing. I just wanted to add. I just wanted to keep adding on to what they yes. like. And so I give credit to them for inspiring me to even think that that's something that people would want. Um, and I also want to shout out my homegirl, Shalee, on Twitter. Because every morning she she says, did you affirm yourself? And then she'll give us the affirmation. And I love it. I literally look forward to her tweets every morning. I got And I, don't even, I probably got to tell her that on Twitter. Like, girl, I look forward to these tweets. Um, even if I don't reshare them or retweet them every time, I'm still scrolling like, yes, okay. Because it's, it's the consistency for me. Um, anything that's consistent in details, I'm like, yes. And that's what affirmations need to be. It's consistent and they're really nuanced and detailed. Like it don't have to be like this big abstract, like, you know, breathe in the garden and breathe out the ocean. It could just be like, listen, <laughs> take a breath, hold it yeah, and let it go. You got it. Like it can be that simple, but that's how detailed and nuanced it can be as well. You know? So it, it gets real. It gets real. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm not we we can't play with people's hearts, yo. Like you are an artist, but like at the same point in time, you gotta make a living a little bit. So how Ooh. are you keeping this balance? Because sometimes the fuck you isn't to the man. Um, it's to what society wants you to do. And it oftentimes feels like society doesn't want to get wants you to send and create and give love in the different ways and forms in which you have found a way to do um 
and you 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 say fuck that and you push through it and you and you use god as um your guidance in yeah. that but how are you maintaining as a person who is still a society who still gotta pay well, you know, for something well you know what i'm saying what you do for for the real life how deep do we want to go into into this explanation because i can make it surface or i can make it deep <laughs> i mean it's whatever you feel can we maybe okay. can we go like middle of the iceberg that's let's a weird place it. to go let's do it um so mm, as a i'm a vanishing twin i don't know if y'all know what that means that's but, creepy that sounds that like means- a doppelganger in the womb, I was a twin. Oh, okay. And my okay. twin didn't <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm no, no, I mean, it's okay. But that means that I experienced grief and loss before I even came to the world. And, oh, that makes deep. and so it's interesting that God prepares me for grief and loss before I actually physically ex- experience it. I always feel it spiritually before I experience it physically. Um, mm. And so what when I do music, that's my twin. That's his energy. And I, he was a boy for sure. Cause my mom, my mom had dreams about a boy. I asked about a brother when I was three, you know, some spooky toddler shit. Yeah. Like, my brother. My mom's like, Oh hell no girl. How you know you have a twin? <laughs> but I ain't never told you. Right. So yeah, that's my twin. And when I'm doing my work, my day job, my nonprofit work, that's me. That's my heart. So it wow. feels, up me, it feels up to me. I would run nonprofits. I would help people build community and connect and, do things like that but my twin wants me to do music so bad I could feel that in me um, and I always I didn't acknowledge him as I didn't acknowledge him at all until this past year like I knew I had a twin I knew like there was some soul things there but after reading about it and just like understanding what it means to be a vanishing twin that survived I'm like oh yeah this makes sense and yeah. it makes sense that he wants to, like music would have been his thing and so he's like, uh-uh, you still got to do my thing for me. I'm like, all right, cool. I got you, bro. That's deep. So I literally had a conversation with myself, probably looking crazy in my room. Like, all right, if I'm going to do music, I'm doing it for you, but I'm not doing it for me. But I'm going to need your support in this because it's not what I want to do. I want to be in the background. I want to sing background vocals. I don't want to be in the front. Uh-huh. Be in the choir, coach. I love being in the choir. Oh, uh, so that really speaks to how, okay. I don't want to be a soloist. I met you. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to be a soloist. Ew, no. Oh, my God, no. But people want me to. And so I'm like, oh, okay. But my day job is nonprofit work. So I, I'm the vice president of a nonprofit. We are Rise Inc. And look us up, y'all. We are Rise Inc.org. Uh, we do after school programs for Black, Hispanic, and Latino girls. Let's go. LA. But I also am, am a restorative justice specialist for a school in Orange County. Um Mm. which is in the county of, of southern los angeles and so i get to go into their school infiltrate their system and help them build community based off of intersectionality and crt and all those controversial things that i'm preaching that and i'm teaching that and i'm bringing that into a, a space that is so resistant but it feels so good to get the resistance because i know i'm making a difference when i feel that resistance and so that's how i get my day job money is nonprofit work which is really where my heart is like i would do that every day all day for free um, and music too. So just to, to get money for helping people connect and build community and feel good. What? That's like a dream job for me. So yeah, yeah. This is kind of, <laughs> this is this is so beautiful. This is enriching. This is dope. Um, wow. I really appreciate you being able to take some time out, you know, and just talking to the people out here and and telling them how you maintain. There's so many parallels. Um, with us and our lives and our life experiences 
um, or intersections, you know, as well, that mm-hmm. it's always, it's never a mistake for me, you know, when I, I'm pointed in a certain direction or, you know, God's like, Hey, maybe you should try and like fulfill this energy or the universe is like, make this happen. Yeah. And so I'm super excited to get some artwork done with you finally together um, in, in on, on, on Friday, but also like, mm, I mean, I've seen you in what now three cities, maybe four. We probably were in Atlanta together or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you in Atlanta. You made some. You made some fire. Um, you made some fire keys. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, for the kids. Oh my gosh, wow. So we, yeah. Um, so all throughout life, and I've always been grateful. And New York, our mutual New York. losses, and listen, um, listen. R.I.P. to our daddies. Hey. <laughs> yeah, man, and um, it's all a part of it. You know, the ancestors. They're what keep keep pushing us through um yeah and uh you know all all you can do is be grateful so I just want to say I'm grateful to you sis and thank you so much for coming out I definitely want to probably have you back out here maybe like if you have some other gems to drop post getting your projects out getting this play out maybe you'll have something else to share with everybody um and and I would love to return to that yes thank you Are are we wrapping it up are we done yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. We, did a, thing. we did a thing. We did our big one. My, I was going on my roll now. I was ready to talk. That's, that's what the kids that's call it. it. Our big one. We did our big one. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. That's our portion of my story. Bop, bop, bop. See you later. Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Wait. I, I don't want to do you like that because okay. you didn't tell people where to find you at. So oh, let's uh, do where to find you at and then let's take a beat after that. Okay, so I'll do my little beep, 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 beep. Okay, so thank you so much for coming out. I'm pretty sure I can cut this. Maybe I can. I told you guys. I told you guys I'm running this. Living live la vida loca. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, so anyways, all right, where can the people find you? Where can they find you? Under which one of these aliases and right. what account can they go to to find right. your? <laughs> Your product, you know, whatever you do for the people. So you can find me on Insta or Twitter at Ari Sang the Blues. Um, that's kind of my alias from 18 to now. But also you can find me on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon Music under Wallflower. Go on. W-A-L-L-F-L-W-R, no vowels and flower. Um, so wallflower, all consonants, what it do. And yeah, so tap in, y'all. Get your healing, okay? It's nine minutes and 18 seconds. Or you can jam out to my one of my songs from my mixtape, so. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so freaking fresh. All right, man. All right, you guys know what it is. Um, it's the first and the 15th. Fuck you, pay me. We're here to inspire and feel good and all that good stuff. This was the my story portion with Ari. Thank you guys so much for listening, all right? Cool, cool, cool. Peace. Okay, so we're back at the portion that I like to call the Neighborhood Watch. And that's just where I like, you know, tell you about some things I've been watching. Maybe you might watch it. Or maybe you don't want to watch it after I tell you what the little blurb that I got for you is, right? It's a vibe. So 
let's get into it. Oh, it's Black History Month, so let's start start off with some black love, okay? So, first movie I'm bringing up is a film that was made in 2002, but I was not hip to, and is on Hulu right now called Three Ways. And this film basically talks about um, a three-way, right? But from three different perspectives, the three different perspectives of the people in that three-way. And, uh, you know, it's brown, it's sexy, it's awkward, it's realistic, it's cute. I think y'all should get into it. That's what I think. Okay, so one down. On to two. Uh, hmm. Now, on the documentary tip. Alright, this one was juicy. Also on Hulu. Stolen Youth. Inside the Cult at Sarah Lawrence. So this one really hit me in the heart because like I remember the year 09 and I remember the year 2013 and they are not very far from where we are today. And yo, these people have been in a cult for like all through their college and then like for six more years, for a decade, they were in a cult and it was so subtle. It was basically started by one of their friend's parents And this documentary is so, it's three-part little series. It's so insightful. It's really important for you to watch to just also see how some people can be really weirdly manipulative. Like, it's subtle. It's subtle. But all of a a sudden, you're in a tiny apartment with 10 people. And and you're jerking off to uh, Roman Catholic, uh, 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 what is it? Holy. I don't know that monk music. You're the, uh, I'm telling you, watch it. It's good. Juicy. Okay. Also, on the disturbing tip. Um, <laughs> uh, I watched this film, okay? And I've been ignoring it for a really long time, but I decided to watch it. It came out in 2019. Said it was a scary movie. Said it was set in Northern Europe. I said, mm, uh, let me not. Uh, not all the time. I, I want to see that. But, because some scary things pop off. It gets very unique, you know. <laughs> and let me tell you something. This movie did not disappoint. Midsommar. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, very weird. Very weird. Um, makes you rethink uh, taking trips to random communities, but also maybe examines what a codependent relationship looks like. Um, and it airs on Showtime, so you can check it out there. Um, uh, next step, something super fun, super fun, super fun. I really like this show. It's like my new little fave. Number four is The Real Friends of WeHo. <laughs> I think the funny part about it is that I really don't think they're friends. (laughs) But just like any, like, housewife-esque reality group ensemble show, um, they gave us something entertaining. Uh, The thing that I found to be most highlighting about this, or most intriguing about this, uh, there are three. There are three things. So, the guy who 
like one of the actors from Mean Girls, I don't know his name like that. His husband and him are on there sometimes. Jonathan Bennett. I'm so shady, sorry. So he's not my fave. But um his husband is interesting. And then the other T is that Curtis Hamilton, who played Dr. Dre, this is kind of the first time that he's coming out to the world, but he's been gay. And I think that's deep. There there are a lot of parallels, you know? Um and then has Todrick Hall in it. Okay, but let me tell you what really turns it up a notch and what was really put in my mind in like, ooh, a tizzy was I was looking at this other um, character on here, his name, Dorian Renaud. I'm like, you are really giving me alien chic. You know what I'm saying? Like very Montel Williams um, for the now, you know? And... I went to his IMDb page and do you know where I know him from? Where you all might know him from? Two things, because I watch too much TV. Apparently he was in a show called In The Cut that aired in 2015 to 2021. This is crazy. I do not remember it airing that much, but definitely started in 2015 as a character named Percy. That blew my mind, but you know what it is? You know what it is? Here's the kicker. College Hill, okay, Atlanta. I suggest you go back to it. It was a juicy season. And sometimes um, reality stars are are not, are not um, found. Sometimes, rather, they are born, okay, that way. Okay, <laughs> number five is something on the funny tip. Yeah, I really like this, this uh, new... New sitcom sitch. This new ensemble cast uh, on... Oh, did I tell y'all where y'all could watch? My bad. I ain't tell you where you could watch Real Husbands. Um, Why would I call it Real Husbands? <laughs> real real, real Friends and WeHo. You can watch that show on uh, like MTV Viacom stuff, you know? like So like Hulu, you know? You could watch it there. Um, up next is American Auto. Love American Auto. Watch it on Peacock. Super funny. Good actors. Has, um, old lady from SNL. One of old ladies from SNL has some new talent on there. And they're all really able to play with each other very well. If you need something, if you like community, if you like, uh, Parks and Rec, if you like 30 Rock, then you're going to like this show. You, This is good for you. Go get into it. I love it. It's fun. Um, number six. Whew, this was a tearjerker. Um, I'm Totally Fine. Okay? Movie called I'm Totally Fine. Um, it sounds like I'm an endorser for Hulu. But also, let's pay attention to what's happening with your uh, subscriptions. I know I'm dropping some knowledge right now. There's been a very big shakeup in TV land. And a lot of the movies that you thought you could stream on certain places, you cannot any longer. They're going back to their original family network home. So uh, thankfully, I was still able to stream this on Hulu. <laughs> I'm Totally Fine is about a homegirl who loses her best friend and business partner. And um, basically, an alien inhabits her homegirl's body and helps her grieve. Sounds really weird because it is, and it's super fun, and uh, you should check it out. It has, 
Jillian Bell. I like Jillian Bell. That's something new to me. I didn't know that I liked her so much, but I do. Also has a shorty, a shorty in here named... Uh, whoa. Razarzar Dawson? Um, so if you like her, come, come get it. Come get into it. Um, number seven? That feels right. Number seven? Oh my gosh. Y'all, I think I found a new TV, TV crush. Okay, y'all know I love uh, Criminal Minds, all that. The mystery. Okay? Just got into this new show. Has about six episodes. It's fresh. Called Will Trent. Okay? This cute little southern man. He was... In foster care, he grew up on the rough, wrong side of tracks of things, and he just can't help but to wear three-piece suits. Ain't it crazy? Um, and solve crime. So he, it, the show takes place in Georgia. It has old lady from um, The Wire. Let me not disrespect her right now. It's Black History Month. Let me make sure I get her name right, because that's not right. Um, but I did not watch The Wire, okay? So a lot of people might feel some type of way, but I always knew that she was talented. And so it has Sonia, Sonia's son. Oh yeah, she is, she is cool. She's cool beans. Um, she's in there. It is highlighting this new young lady. Um, please forgive me. Anitha Richardson. I believe that's her name. Anitha Richardson. She is super talented. Um, she was in American Soul, if you watch that on BET, and she was like the dance instructor lady um, who was always giving Don back the smoke, so great to see her acting again. Will Trent is mystery, it's intrigue, it's a little drugs, it's a little sex, it's a little conspiracy. I think you all would like it. Um... All right, number eight, number eight. Uh, I like to watch things that I really don't know anything about, my guy. So back to these documentaries. I watched this documentary on Peacock called, called Who Killed Jenny Rivera? First of all, I did not know that there was not, there was another Jenny that was more important to the Latino com com community other than RJLo. But like I said, the, apparently that's only RJLo. And this Jenny, Jenny Rivera, was really the queen of things. And this, uh, well, how many, it was like four episodes, three episodes in this little series, man. They break down so much for me. All right. They make, they break down, um, the history of her music, of, uh, of, Corridas, which is a type of music, uh, excuse me if I'm mispronouncing that, but it's like, uh, it, it sounds like what, what maybe to the blind ear would just be like mariachi music or whatever, whatever, but I didn't know, now I'm learning, now I've learned that that music is low-key, high-key gangster ballads, they're gangster ballads, so this, this was a great documentary, and um, I learned a lot and you should get into it. And I don't, uh, do we even find out who killed her? We have our theories. There were theories, definitely, by the end of it. All right. Nine? Oh no, that might be 10. Are we at 10? Oh my gosh, guys. Did we do it? 
Let me do one. Oh, no, 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 we didn't do it. We didn't do it. It's, this is nine. Unless I can't count. Oh, now this is ten. Okay, okay, I can't. Okay. So this is ten. Okay, another documentary. This one was just, like, super shocking. I didn't understand that, um, <laughs> that revenge porn was a a term that our generation or this generation, these times like coined. Um, and it all really started with one cat and, uh, his name's Hunter Moore. And apparently for a period of time, he was the most hated man on the internet. Uh, this documentary goes in, it's one long, long doc, um, mini series and uh, three episodes again, where they just go in and kind of break down how this website blog got started and how it turned into a place to just like air people out. And then how there was like even the FBI brought in because maybe they were doing some email hacking. So really enthralling watch. I suggest you get into it. Um, okay, bonus things, bonus things. An oldie buddy goodie. And also because it's February and it was just Valentine's Day. Um, guys, get into brown sugar again. It is good. It makes you feel good. Let's, let's reminisce with Sid and Dre and that one blue vase that always moves in, in the, um, frame of many scenes. So check that out. Try and find that blue vase and get back to me. Um, other thing that I even haven't gotten into, cause I am milking it, honey. I am milking it is Harlem. Okay. Yes. Harlem has a second season and y'all know I'm finna watch because, um, yeah, I love those ladies and, uh, I've met a couple of them in person. Thank God. And they are as beautiful as they seem up close. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's about it. Super excited about that. That is Neighborhood Watch. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Last portion of today's show is brought to you by uh, my damn self. Okay, it's actually brought to you by something that one of my friends with children always brings up. And I was like, this is kind of, that's interesting that you brought it up. I think we kind of just do that in society. And these new age parents are really good about checking um, all of our preconceived notions at the door. Okay. She was telling me about how uh, sometimes when you have a uh, kid and they hang out with another kid, let's say of an opposite gender, oftentimes people are like, oh, blah, 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 and blah, 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 go together, you know, and how weird and problematic that is. Um, she was saying like, you know, they don't, they're just friends. They're fucking babies. Like how, how, how do we, why are we even putting and pushing all of that on there? All these gender roles. And it made me think, you know, it made me think about how we kind of do that, um, with, people we encounter and how sometimes we kind of got to remind ourselves, Hey, it's cool to just like hang out with people and hang out with people of opposite sex and genders and not to put too much pretense on it. Um, it's too cool to mingle and have fun. 
Um, it doesn't mean y'all go together. Y'all don't go together. Calm down. We're just like sharing our, our universal space. And that's what makes it super dope. Um, and, uh, let's not be so afraid to do that. And maybe, maybe while getting to know people, you might find somebody that you're supposed to be with, but you don't really know if you keep on putting all these extra pretenses on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Well guys, that has been another great, 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 great evening time moment with you. Thank you so much for sharing it with me and, uh, fuck you. Pay me. Peace. We're out. Hey, hey, we have reached the end of the show. So glad you could join, join me, join we <laughs> um, on this uh, beautiful day, whatever day you have, whatever day you listen to this on is a beautiful day. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for passing it on to somebody else. Thank you. If it's your first time here, uh, shout out to Ari for spending some time with us, dropping gems, all those beautiful uh, knowledges and uh any information on uh, anybody on the show will be on my Instagram, on my website, on wherever you get your podcasts. You can just go in the bio and publish some info about some shit I stopped, talked about. So thank you so much. That was a horrible accent. <laughs> uh, I kind of like you guys. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, hey.